Are you sick of major sports networks bashing athletes to help their bottom line? Do you want reliable information on sporting events and controversies? If so, you're in the right place. Welcome to The Pound Perspective, presented by Nate Dog Sports, a podcast based around discussions and debates about recent football, basketball, baseball, and MMA events. Now, here's your host, Nate Dog. And welcome back to the Pound Perspective, presented by Nate Dog Sports. It is draft special, NFL draft special, episode three, boys. How we doing today? I got doing. I got my boy CDM and Red here, of course. Doing good, sir. Doing good. good. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Yeah, of course. We got a lot to yes, break sir. down, guys. We got a lot to break down. Uh, this episode is going to be our top ten prospects, non-quarterbacks. So we're going to get a little bit into these skill players, non-skill players. You know, this whole draft being overshadowed by some of these quarterbacks it feels like so we're gonna get a little in depth on these you know uh, other talents that you know, a lot of teams are gonna be looking at because not every team needs a quarterback uh, uh, so we're gonna get real in depth into that our top 10 prospects and then we'll have some uh, little free agency things to talk about at the end but we're gonna kind of flip it this episode since we talked so much about free agency last episode we'll get right into it so you don't have to wait around for our uh, draft talk so let's get right into it boys uh, our top 10 prospects non-quarterback I'll go ahead and you know, start with my top 10 here. Um, and, uh, we'll we'll kind of go through all of our top 10s, I'm guessing, unless y'all got something to say. And uh, uh, and then we'll kind of break down some questions we got around these uh, top 10 uh, rankings of ours. So I'll start it off. Uh, number one for me, Will Anderson. You know, uh, I think our top two will probably be the same, so I don't yeah. want to get too in-depth. But, you know, Jay, he's just done everything. He did everything in Alabama you can ask for. Um, Jalen Carter, an absolute freak, absolute monster. I know he's got some things looming around him that could possibly cause him to drop in the draft. Um, but at the end of the day, the talent's there. So this is about the talent. Oh, that's uh, how you is, get in the league now. Exactly. Man. It's talent. It's talent. I'm not everything else on the outside. That's him. Talent wise, he's, he's my number two. And then we move on. I think I said this uh, in one of our past uh, episodes. Paris Johnson, he could be the best prospect okay. in the you entire. Have at, you have him at three. I have him at three. I like that. I like uh, that. I, I like. I like off. I think defensive linemen and offensive linemen are the two most ready positions when coming into the league. When it comes with just prospects, it's hard not to have those guys at the top for me. There's a lot of seasoned players in here too. Like Paris Johnson went from playing off like right offensive guard and went straight to tackle for a season and blew it up. Became yep. one of the best tackles in the draft. Then you got. Uh, Skoroskinski from yeah. uh, Skoronsky Skoronsky from uh, North uh, Northwestern. Yep. Yeah, another dude. Season f- uh, four year starter. I mean, there's not nowhere you can go wrong with offensive linemen. You always have to have like that, that one good offensive lineman in the draft. No, one hundred. I uh, completely agree, and that kind of leads to my next guy, Peter at four for me, Skoronsky. Um, I mean, these O linemen high. I, I, I like I, it. I, I'm, well, I, mean, I, like I, I just I just trust offensive and defensive yeah. linemen coming yeah. into a draft when it comes to prospects. There's no corner uh, there's some there's a running back that's got my eye some receivers that are good but just none that are just jumping out uh, off the pages yeah. for me so i like to go safe when uh when i'm uh, and see, like you grading. can fl- you can flip either one of those like tackles exactly. too. i mean you're not going to get a bad offensive lineman no. between those two at all no you're, you really aren't uh now we're going to get into a little bit of skill players here i talked about him he's my favorite corner coming into this draft devin witherspoon's at five for me gotcha just it, it, his it just turn on the tape. That's all I got to say Absolutely about the dumb. guy. Um, Tyree Wilson 
at the six for me, uh, Texas State kid. I mean, Texas uh, Tech kid. Uh, and then number seven, this guy flew up on my boards after mm-hmm. the combine. Mm-hmm. This was one of the, my combine risers, uh, Christian Gonzalez, yes. Oregon boy. Okay. That dude is a athlete. Dude, athlete. I'm talking about just locked down, too, mm-hmm. and he's so fast. Yep, he's very fast. Got the, he's, He is the skill set that people love now when it comes to corner. He's got ball skills, too. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, then we'll move on to number eight, Miles Murphy. Uh, he's another guy that just kind of just since day one has produced. It's hard oh, yeah. not to just to watch the, the film and just be impressed. Mm-hmm. Um, no, now we're going to get into my offensive skill players. It's defensive draft, so we're going to get some more uh, offensive skill players, not offensive linemen. Uh, Bijan Robinson at number nine for me. Okay, I, I was wondering. Yeah, he, he's 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 a dog. You know, I mean, it's hard not to have him in the top ten prospects in general. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I, you know, that's my thought process is running backs are just not as high, even though this is prospects. This is not where they're going to get drafted, you know. I just I think some of those guys that I put above them um, have a more of an opportunity to have a longer career because of how running, long running backs yeah. just play in this league now. And then number 10, I've been switching between my, my receivers, but after the combine, I think this guy's just a little bit more of an athlete. I think his game will transfer the league better. Jordan Addison's my guy. Okay. Really? I like Quentin. I love Johnson from TCU, but um, – But ja- uh, no ja- oh, Jackson Smith – Jackson Smith and Jigbo? <laughs> I like Jackson Smith and Jake Booth. Kind of a disappointing receiver club. I wouldn't say disappointing, just not not the best. Well, the I mean, I think we've been years. we've been uh, spoiled a little bit throughout yeah. the years with mm-hmm. Javon, Devontae Devonte and Jalen Waddle, Justin Herb, uh, Chris Justin Olave, Jefferson, Chris Olave, yep. Jamar Chase, mm-hmm. all those star-studded guys coming out of college. I mean, I think it's about time we just you know see what can really happen. I mean, there's no true wide receiver one right now, but until they hit the league and see what we can do in OTAs and practice, then maybe we can find one. Yep, yep, that's it's super fair. Very, very good point there um but yeah that's my top 10 there's uh guys uh everywhere so i'll send it to you red yes, sir. Uh, give yes, me sir. your top 10 players in this draft non-quarterback all right so you know like you said to no surprise well maybe a little surprise my number one is actually jalen carter yeah i, I mean, just think very fair statement there, you know so. you take away the off the field stuff um i'm not sure how much that's really going to affect his draft stock but it's Definitely could a little bit, but that aside, I think he's the best. Did y'all player. see the video that came out of the cop that pulled him over? Yeah, that was and crazy. he was like, yeah. I don't want to be on the news. Yeah. Why Too bad you, you are. But I just say, dude, you have a body cam. It's going to end up on yeah, the news. Exactly. But, um, and then number two, I got Will Anderson. You know, both of these guys. You, one eight, one yeah, yeah. This is just how if, you feel. If either of these guys are there, I don't think there's a single team that would pass up on them. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. And then at three, I'm actually going with Tyree Wilson. I like hey. that. I like that. I like I think, He's a baller, man. I think even with Will Anderson, even though I wouldn't do it, he does have potential to get picked before Will Anderson, mm-hmm. which a little crazy, but I I can kind of see it. I'll He's look a at baller, that, man. I look at that dude's peak as maybe like a Cam Jordan type player, yeah, like so a good. Chandler Jones, yeah. Yeah. yeah, somebody that can just get on the edge and just get to the get to the quarterback as and fast stop as possible. the run and yep. stop the run. He's such a good run defender. Mm-hmm. And then fourth. I'm going with Devin Witherspoon. I think I'm a little bit higher on him. I, I just think that dude, I just I love the special teams background. Like for him to be yeah. 180 and be able to tackle like he does, add 10 pounds, and this dude will be able to wrap up Derrick Henry. Yeah. Like, <laughs> okay, that's a little bold, but you know what <laughs> I mean. Decisions, business decisions. Yeah. All right, this is – y'all might not agree with this, 
They're going Bijan Robinson. Hey, is my number five. Ain't prospect. no disrespect there. Look, tell me what y'all think real quick. Mm-hmm. The best running back prospect since Saquon. I think. I think it's easily, easily, honestly. Yeah. Okay. Easily. And then I wouldn't be mad if you said he was a little bit better of a prospect than Saquon. I'm gonna be honest. <sighs> At yeah. least on the same level. Uh, uh, yeah, I think you're you're slightly pushing it there. Yeah, like, like if Saquon was uh, eight, because I think that's usually how they rank guys. Is like eight is the highest you can get. Mm-hmm. Bijan should be like a seven point eight, seven, seven and a half seven. at least. Mm-hmm. At least like if they were in the same class, they would. You could both make the case for them to be like. I don't know what I'm saying. Uh, I know. I think I understand I think it, what you're saying. I think it's a lot closer than people may want to. A hundred may want to admit. Yeah. This is running backs. Running backs now are never going to get drafted as high as Saquon was yeah. drafted. Saquon and, was and also just, a dog coming out of college. Yeah. And that's what I'll say is, look, I have Bijan as my fifth prospect. He's not getting picked. I don't even think top twenty. If mm-hmm. I'm being honest, like mm-hmm. I think he could go late first round. But it's like you said, just running backs aren't valued as much as they used to be. Um, six, I'm going the edge from Clemson, Miles Murphy. I love this guy. He can just – he can do so many different things. Um, seven, I am going with Paris Johnson. Okay. Um, I okay. think he, he might be all of our number one linemen. Oh, yeah, for um, sure. I'm not – I wouldn't say I'm quite as high on him as you are. You had him at three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do like him, but I, I don't know if I can put him at three. It's just but. about him. It's just like you can put him all over the offensive line, too. Yeah. I mean, he's My a thing is, player. is I just don't know how much better he's going to get because he's just yeah. so yeah. pro-ready. Mm-hmm. And then number eight, I'm going Peter Skaronsky. Honestly, I thought it would be Paris Johnson as my number one lineman by, like, then there'd be a gap. He could be closer to the draft. I may put Skaronsky uh, like, over. The, it, it's right there. Listen, I, I'm give, right there with you, Peter. Yeah, Peter could become the number one offensive tackle for me as well. He's yeah. that good. And then number nine, I'm with you. Really, this is not the best receiver class, but I do think the one, at least, maybe not the most pro ready out of the top three or four that'll probably go first round. But I think the one. With the most upside, yeah, Jordan Addison. Yeah, yeah. I think number it's upside nine. is Jordan Addison. He's yeah. just got the route running down to mm. a point. He's like athlete. his if, route running. If he is gets insane. on the right team, like in the right situation, I think he could have the best career mm-hmm. out of oh, any yeah. of them guys. And the number ten, this dude's been rising on me for a long time. Um, the combine really showed what he could do, though. Broderick Jones, another lineman. Mm. This is a lineman heavy class. It, it is. is a very big and lineman look, class. This is another dude like. A week before the combine, he may it may come out. Broderick Jones is you know a lot of teams' number one offensive lineman, and I wouldn't be surprised at all. Mm-hmm. This dude's just yeah. a beast. He is a beast. All right, CDM. What about okay. your top ten? Okay, well obviously we're gonna go. Everybody got the same top two. I got Will Anderson as my first shocker. Prospect. Shocker, I know, mm-hmm. right? I mean, once again, I could say it all again. Ununanimous All All American twice, SEC Defensive Player of the Year, SEC Player of the Year. I mean, dude is an animal, and I couldn't ask him to do any more on that team, on and off the field. I, he's never had any off the field troubles either, but on the field, he's just a different beast. I yep. mean, it's insane. Uh, pick two, you know, Jalen Carter, dog, absolute dog. Monster. I mean, if you're sitting behind Jay, if you're sitting behind uh, Jordan Davis, that's that's just shows that you know you had somebody ahead of you to help you get to that level that you are that you're at right now. And just because of all this off the field stuff, I don't really think that's going to affect him, as everybody else said. Um, may bring a little bit of trouble here and there, but probably not a lot. But he's got 
second player, in my opinion, is really good. Third player really, really climbed up. Christian Gonzalez. Oh, okay. I got a cornerback okay. at number three. I know, right? I like it's it. insane. I just love the dude. I mean, the, he's fluent in his back pedal, um, fluent in his hip flips, knows how to read a ball, knows how to read a receiver, great ball skills, mm-hmm. really, really good speed. And we all know speed kills. Yep. Speed can kill. So I have him as my number three. Uh, number four, I'm going Tyree Wilson. Love him. He's still in my top five to get picked as well. I can see him going a little bit sooner as well, depending on what the quarterback situation's like and mm-hmm. who get and what trades happen. Yeah. Uh, but from what I've seen from him, Tyree Tyree's a dog. He is. At number five, I got Paris Johnson. Okay. Paris Johnson, dude. And as we all said, sum it up, great player. When he gets into the league, he's going to be a different beast as well. And he's playing day one. Yeah. Oh, definitely. You could He'll, probably put him at center, and he'd probably be. Oh, he'd be a dog. Yeah. He'd probably be one of the best centers. <laughs> probably centers, be honestly. Pro Bowl level. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. At number six, I got another defensive back. I got Devin Witherspoon mm. coming in at number six. Okay. Straight animal on the field. I mean, played all four years. Red said special teams, and special teams does come into play as well, mm. just to see what a player can do. Um, I loved him at West uh, Virginia Tech. Uh, I've never seen somebody that, like a corner that little, just put so much grind and effort into his game. It's so much into his technique. Mm-hmm. So I love him. I can see him going, I can see him going first round, at least top 15, maybe, depending on who needs him. Uh, then I got Peter. I'm not even going to try the last name right now. Skaronsky. Skaronsky. Yes. Peter Skaronsky. He's in my number seven <laughs> slot right now. Um, Coming out, I mean, I'm the only, I've only seen one player lock down Chase Young while he was in college. Not really locked down, but gave Chase a run for his money. Mm-hmm. And we all know how Chase Young was in college, absolute dog. And that was Peter Skaronsky. I mean, I saw him go up against him. Even though they got blown out, he still did he not let Chase. I mean, yep. Chase Young didn't get in the backfield barely. Mm-hmm. Uh, number eight, I got Miles Murphy. Miles Murphy's a dog coming out of Clemson. When he came out of his recruiting class with Bryce Young and Brian Proceeds, I mm-hmm. mean, I didn't see anything wrong with him. I think he made the right choice going to Clemson. I mean, they breed animals over there too. So wherever he goes, he's going to make a team happy. At number nine, got a safety. I got Brian Branch from Alabama. Okay. Now, Brian okay. Branch, to me, he's a captain on the field. He knows what to do. He can he can take control of a defense. He knows where to go. He can play in the box, too, which is really good. And mm-hmm. he's a really, uh, in my opinion, he's not probably your starting safety, per se, but he's going to be more of that nickelback that you want in the slot to really help out with, like, the run support, but also cover anything else around you that can, um, that can mess up your defensive play. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then number 10, another guy that really flew up the board that I forgot, had a really good combine, was Nolan Smith. Ooh. Dude, it, it, it's hard not to put him in that. Nolan, just because of the combine. Like, the combine his, com- his went combine com- went crazy. Exactly, dude. I mean, he went absolutely insane. And injuries did kill him his, his last yeah, year that, at Georgia. That was the only thing. Yeah. Was- yeah, injuries did kill him. But if you look past that and you look at the years prior where he played, Dude's a dog. Mm. I mean, dude is an animal coming off the edge. I've never seen him push line. I've never seen, like, a guy his size, like a defensive end his size, because he's not, like, big, bulky, like I would say, a Will Anderson or, like, a – No, he's honestly pretty small. He's pretty slim for his size. I think he can play a little bit of outside linebacker, too, and drop back into coverage. But uh, I'm pretty high on him right now. Uh, I'm looking at maybe late first, early second-round pick of him. Yeah. But um, he really climbed up the boards for me, and he really climbed up the boards for a lot of people, too. I think everybody kind of forgot who he was when he got injured. But yep. when he got to the combine, he showed everybody what he was about. No, that's a that's a fact, because I think a lot of people did start underrating him. And, yeah. I mean, if you did watch what he did, it was pretty impressive. It was. You know, he's just an athlete. He's one of those guys that's just going to 
it, it, it won't be day one. It won't be right. day one for him. But yeah. man, he 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 has so much potential to become a All legit saying, pass rusher. Yeah, if you get him, if someone gets him in the draft, that's going to be a solid backup piece that you can yep. have as well. Yep. 100%. Oh, dude, I can just see him going. I don't think he makes it out of the first round. I don't think so either. If oh. the Saints can get him at twenty nine, I would be. This might I'd be, be hot very take. shocked if they let him go. Might be a hot take. I think Nolan Smith goes before Brian Branch. I wouldn't be surprised. Ooh. I can probably see Nolan Smith going before Brian proceeds. I would be surprised if Nolan Smith makes it out of the top 20, if I'm being honest. After I mean, I, I may be a little high on him, but I just – Well, we also have to see what pro days have to do for everybody as well. Pro it's days true. are going to be coming up soon. Um, every, when everybody gets done with pro days, we'll look at it and see what everything changes. Because, I mean – it's different workouts over there compared to what you have at the combine. They have everything scheduled and know what to do. When you're at your pro day, you usually just go through your daily warm ups. Mm-hmm. You know, you go through your drills that you do with your trainer, and then you just start breaking out your um, start breaking out for the teams when they come and watch. Show everything that you got. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. You hit it on the money. There's a lot of these guys that are still have an opportunity to help out that draft stock because of pro days and stuff. Um, the, the, the process is not over. I know Bryce Young is still waiting to his pro day to throw. Yeah, he's got to so, throw him, but he hit the meetings on point, though. Yeah, that's what I, oh, I've been hearing. So um, there's a lot There's a lot of players that still have opportunities to, you know, uh, boost that stock. But let's uh, let's take a look and, you know, get some, some of these questions, hard, hard-hitting questions and around these players that we got up here. Um, you know, all these guys are probably going to make an impact, but, you know, Who's going to make the immediate impact, the instant impact, and who's going to make the impact in three to five years? You know, yeah. that's a big thing. You have to, that's a process that some of these, yep. these scouts have to go through. So um, let's talk about it with our guys. Um, um, the question is, which of the players in y'all's top ten do y'all see as an instant impact player? So I'll start it off. You know, when I was looking at this, I mean, obviously the top two, those are going to be instant impact players. Oh, so yeah. I'm going to kind of yeah. like. No Jalen Carter, no Will Anderson, you know? Yeah. So yeah. let's take them out okay. out of all those other players, eight players here uh, on y'all's list. Who do y'all see as y'all's most instant impact player? And for me, you know, I'm going to go offensive lineman every single day of the week. Yeah. Instant impact player. Um, so I'm going to go Paris Johnson. Um, if I'm not going to go offensive lineman, I'm probably going to lean more on that, that Devin Witherspoon or Tyree Wilson just because – Okay. Devin, because of his experience, and Tyree, because the way he plays football, he doesn't have to get to the quarterback day one to yeah. make an impact. Like, he can be just be a, a, an incredible run stopper and then make an impact for his team. Like, Cam, Cam Jordan, I mean, he wasn't really too much of a pass rusher early in his career. I mean, he was getting eight sacks, which is good, but he was never a 15, 20-sack guy. Later in his career, he kind of opened up his game, became that 15-sack kind of a guy. Yeah. So um, that's why I think Tyree has an opportunity to impact the game in other ways than just getting sacks. Like, if he finished the season around five, six sacks, but – Led all rookies in tackles for loss. Oh yeah, you, you know that. Then, then he's impacting the game in a different way. It's a legit threat, right there. You know that's what I'm saying. So for me, it's it's hard not to pick a guy like a Tyree Wilson that has such a broad skill set at that position and a position that you don't have to become a pass rusher day one, especially with all the talent in the league now. Um, and then Devin Witherspoon, that experience is just hard for me not to yeah. enjoy him. He's a little small. Yeah. We've said that before, but you know how he plays. I just think his game transfers to the league very impressively. You so, said he weighs 180? 180, yeah. yeah. He can gain that. He can gain a little bit of weight. Dude, I'll say this about Witherspoon is I think that because I like what you said about Witherspoon, but I think if he's your cornerback one 
like going in the next season. I don't know if he's. Uh, I don't know about QB. It, yeah, well, cornerback. It, it's one. weird because like I think he has the most potential, mm-hmm. but I think some other guys could be more of a cornerback one in year one. Yeah, well, so you know what corner, I mean. Well, this cornerback class just just goes so deep too. Mm-hmm. Like if if you include safeties as well, like. The defensive back class is so deep in here that you have potential to find a, a QB, a cornerback one, but also find a diamond in the rough. You know what I mean? Find yeah. somebody in those late rounds that you don't, that people weren't high on, that you can just un- like tap into that potential that they have. Yeah, exactly. And then you never know. You could probably get the next coming of Deion Sanders or Jalen Ramsey or Dar- Darrell Revis. I mean, you never know. You, you you truly never know. That is a very, very true point. But, uh, you know, those are my guys. You know, how I'm feeling when it comes to instant impact players. Gotcha. Um, there's a lot on this list that you could uh, kind of decipher. We can't we can't stay too long on it. So, yeah. kind of move on. But, uh, Red, you know, give me an idea of an instant Impact player not named Will Anderson or Jalen Carter on your list. I got you. I think the dude out of this group who will make, and when I say the most impact, I, I guess I'll say it like the one who I think will be the most, the highest toward their ceiling, mm. you know, day one. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. yeah. I'm actually going to go Peter Skaronsky on hey. this. I like that. And I like that. He's not necessarily my number one alignment. You know, like I said, it's so close it could flip in mm-hmm. five minutes. But um, the thing with Paris Johnson is I like how he can play, you know, anywhere on the line. Mm. But I think for him to be all pro at one position, he may need to get a little bit stronger yeah. is the only thing. Because when you're playing that many different positions, you know what I mean? It's, you're going to lose a little bit of strength having to be more agile. Mm-hmm. But Skaronsky, I feel like, as a straight-up left tackle or left guard, is going to be a pro bowler day one. Yeah. Now, you're not going to get as much versatility with him. He may not have the peak that Paris Johnson will have, but I think day one he's going to be a – like. Like you said, an instant impact, you know, day one starter on the line. Yeah. And then another guy, I guess, it gets tough, man, because, like, it's hard not to just be, like, call these offensive linemen yeah. picks all safe. Yeah, you know yeah what that's I mean? the safe yeah. ones. And, and, and offensive linemen are always going to be the safe ones. I'm not going to go with Tyree Wilson since you went with him. I think I'm going to go, besides Skaronsky, honestly, I think Jordan Addison. Really? I a, thought you were going to say Bijan. I thought you were honestly well, going to say that, too. Bijan is just... Running backs can be a hit or miss. They can yeah, be. Bijan, I don't know. I could see him getting hurt. I don't want to say that. But I like, also think Bijan's best days might be in front of him, too. Because, yeah. I mean, he was a great player at Texas. No one can yeah. deny that. But, yeah. I mean, he didn't have Saquon production, which well, is why he's not... Bijan, too, he may go so late. He may go to a team that... Is like he may be like a Clyde Edwards Hilaire pick to like the Chiefs, and then they're so loaded they don't he doesn't have to do yeah. much. Very that, fair statement. That was one thing with um Bijan, but I mean, I'm gonna go Jordan Addison, you know. Hey, like yeah. I said it um if he's in the right place, you don't want him as your wide receiver one year one. But if he's I think coming in, he could be a wide receiver two with just about any team in the league. And you're gonna get down the field speed. He has more long speed than he mm-hmm. does, you know, real quickness but he's also such a good route runner that he can play outside or inside you know uh you can leave him basically he's going to be a dude he's going to play a role in whatever Mm -hmm. offense he goes into and I think he has more of a chance to be an important role 
early on than any other receiver in the class. Facts. Yeah. Facts. I like that. I like that a lot. CDM. Okay. What do you got as your instant impact players? Not name Will Anderson or Jalen Carter. <laughs> Dang it. Uh, well, I'm probably going to have to go Brian Branch, one okay. of them, uh, just because I know that that man can be a leader on the field. I know mm-hmm. that when he steps on the field, he'll he's, be a, able he's to, experienced. Too. He's a very experienced player. I did think I thought he was going to stay back, a, play a senior year at Alabama. I mean, he could have stayed. He could have went. I'm, you know, kind of up in the middle, kind of up in the air I think about it. It would have, it would have honestly benefit him. It would have helped. One of those guys that could have maybe pushed himself in the top ten. Yeah, he could have pushed. Stayed. Oh, definitely, he could have pushed himself up there. But I could just see him getting on the field and just making an impact immediately, especially whatever team he goes to. I'm not going to say, you know, he's going to be your starting safety over the top, but he's going to be that guy that you can put in the box, that you're going to be special able to. Special teams. Yeah, special teams, anything like that. He'll And he's got tremendous ball skills as well. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about he's he'll be all over the field, no matter where you want him, if you want him in the nickel, if you want him over the top, if you want him outside, he can do it. Yep. And so I honestly think he can make a big impact on the team. And then another one, I'm probably going to have to go, I'm probably going to have to go Miles Murphy. Miles mm. Murphy is a, I, I mean, from what I've seen at Clemson of everything that I've read, he's a beast. Like people would put, a lot of people put him over Brian Brasees, which I mean, once again, that's like a head and head right there. I mean, you're not going to get a bad pick either way. He may have a little bit more production than Brian Brasees does. Mm-hmm. Um, but either way, you can get a good player. I think that position is just way more. Useful it's, too. It is. An edge rusher yeah. is a way more useful than DT. It's, mo- it's honestly the most important position in of all of the league behind a quarterback. If we're being completely yeah. honest, defensive end is number one position in yeah. the entire league now. Oh yeah, and then, I mean this man can drop back into coverage too. Like I've been, like I read like he's dropped back into coverage before. I've seen it happen a couple times. Um, he can be a real big impact player wherever he goes. He's got tremendous speed on the outside. Good, mm-hmm. good hand movement. Good job using his hands. Um, doesn't really fall for QB fakes a lot, like read options or anything, and he's a good run, run stopper as well. So I'm gonna have to go. Those are my two guys that I think that can make a really big impact on either team, on any team that they can get. No, yeah, I like, I like it. it. I like that. Those are uh, all those players we picked were uh, all going to be solid players in my opinion as well. Mm-hmm. So um, we'll see what they can do. You know, I'm all, I'm all fans of these guys, but uh, I will say I don't want Miles Murphy. Have to do too much. Yeah, I don't want him to be your like your starting like, guy day one. If he's your only pass rusher, that's a lot. Like, that in my opinion, in his year one, I would want him doing all the extra stuff. Yes, and then doing pass rush, like being the third rusher, third, like your third down pass rusher that can get back there in time. But I, 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 I follow that. I feel that philosophy works with every rookie yeah. defensive end. Yeah. I don't like putting a rookie defensive end as the lead pass rusher year one ever. Unless their name's what Nick Bosa, you See, know? and that or Joey. That, that's yeah. why I like that you brought up Tyree Wilson because even if it may take him two years to get to a nine sack season, yeah. But it's like you said, he may give you three and a half, four sacks, and be the PFF's number seven run graded D line. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Something exactly. like that. Exactly. So he's gonna basically it's. He's not going to let you take him off the field. Yeah. 100% agree. It also depends on, like, you know, some defensive lines nowadays are built, too. Like, look at Washington's defensive line. Well, yeah, Deron Payne getting that bag. Deron Payne did get the bag. Mm -hmm. Look at San Francisco. They always restock on defensive linemen. And Um, those are the best teams, usually, who have the best defensive lines. Um, 
But yeah, man, I mean, it just depends on what team these players really get on. Like any of the players that we choose can be an impact. Situation player. matters a lot. Situation does. Like if say if you go to like Carolina, you're screwed. I'm like sorry. like okay, if Devin Witherspoon goes to the Bears, mm. not gonna get as much nearly production as if he goes to the Eagles mm. and gets to be that number two with that's Darius. Where I got, yeah, that's where I got Brian Branch going. That's, that'd, that's be, Philadelphia. that'd be a spot. That'd be a spot. Um, but yeah, let's let's keep this thing moving along. I mean, you know, we talked about these players are making inst- instant impact players, but let's talk about a player that will be a project in our top ten. You know, it's going to be kind of hard because we're really high in the draft. Usually, these higher prospects are not going to be a project, but usually, you know, some teams are going to take some wild cards. So if he's if there's a player not in your top ten that came to mind, you know, throw his name out there. Um, but uh, um, I also want a player from the top ten. So I'll start it here. Um, my top ten. Um, he blew me away. He wasn't in my top ten before this, uh, before the combine, but blew me away from uh, after the combine. Christian Gonzalez, he's my project. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's going to come in and make plays defensively, uh, special teams wise. I mean, any guy with that speed, I promise you, he's day one. He will be on that special teams unit. Oh, one hundred percent. And with that speed, he, he'll he'll make a crazy impact. Oh, he'll and, be a gunner for sure. He'll be scre- He'll be screeching down the field. Yeah, exactly. And he, he's just, he just. He'll make an impact, but I think his skill set, it's a little bit project-like, you know. There's some things that if, if he just buffs out his game a little bit, I could truly see him being a top cornerback he's in this league. He's got the build, man. He's got, oh, he's got like he's, the perfect build I think he's like 6'2", 200 pounds. Yep. He, he's solid. If he can wrap up on some tackles. What did yeah. he run in his 40? He ran a 4'3". I think it was a 4'3". 4'3", right there, I think. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. I mean, yep, four, three, but eight. Oregon's also coming out. Like, Oregon has been – Putting out DBs like it's nothing. Like Javon Holland came from Oregon. Dog. 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 Yep. 100%. I, I, I think y'all all hit it around the money there with the Christian Gonzalez. But uh, a guy outside of it, it's, he's in Carson's top 10, but kind of want to throw his name in there. Yes, sir. He's in top three. Dude, he's I'm, I'm, very, I mean, I'm very high on him just Dude. because, like, yep. what he can do. Yeah. It, it, it's just you can't watch that combine and be like, yeah, this guy, he has – too much athleticism for him not to be something that can be legitimate player in this league. So I wanted to throw his name in there. He's too talented, too too much skill. And even when he was on the field, he was producing. He just didn't. He wasn't able to stay on the field because of injury. Um, but I don't think that's going to be a problem in his career. Truly, I yeah. think it was kind of. I think I really think it's one of those injuries that just happened. And hopefully he'll never have to deal with something like that again. It's football, so things happen when it comes to health. But I don't think that that'll be an injury that he'll have to deal with for the rest of his career or something that will hamper him for the rest of his career. Um, but those are the two guys I thought of immediately. Love the both of the guys, but I think maybe give them give him five years. Five years, man. Just give him five years. That's all I'm asking. What y'all got, boys? Okay, I'll go. Uh, I think I didn't put him on my top ten, but here's a guy that I think is a can be a project. He was projected to be the top corner coming out of college. Um, Keely Ringo. Physical. I like it. I like that a lot. Very physical at the line. I mean, nothing wrong. He's got breakaway speed. He probably, like, he was projected to run the four threes. I think he ran like a four four. Real quick, I'll say, I don't just, I mean, I know like the draft is a while away. So far, I haven't seen anybody more just like, Variants and where they get drafted than Keely Ringo. Like some mock drafts, that yep. dude will be twelve. Some mock drafts, he'll be like, late second round. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's the most like no idea. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean like he's a player, like he's a baller too. I mean he's the best corner coming out of uh, high school. Went to Georgia, played balled at Georgia. Very physical at the line, good man to man. 
does have tendencies to get burned sometimes. Not even burnt, kind of just beat by half a step, depending on the competition he's going against. And he went a bit, he went against the best competition, and he did beat some of the best competition as well. Mm-hmm. Not gonna doubt him at all. He is a project though. I can see a team really focusing on what he needs to do as well, untapping that potential in there to make him one of the top DBs out of his draft class, and probably one of the best DBs to come in the NFL right now. I got him. I got him seeing him kind of like a Jalen Ramsey type player, just because of the physicality of him. Just because mm-hmm. you know he's always on the receiver. And then another guy that I think is going to be a project. I think no, I have him in my top ten is Nolan Smith. Yep. You know, coming off the injury, it's going to be you know get the rust off a little bit, get you back into a groove and everything. Um, but once you get him in there and you really mold him and you get him back to where he used to be at his peak, he can have a huge – he has a very high ceiling. Dude, Bill opinion. Belichick was licking his chops watching Nolan Smith at the combine. Bro. I would too, man. I mean, I wouldn't blame him. I mean, he's I mean, he's a great player to have. I mean, he's versatile anywhere. So, that's a guy that I think, you know, when a team gets him, builds, builds around him or builds him up as well, he'll have a very high ceiling in the NFL. I'm looking about maybe he can be that guy to get you at least first few years, about maybe three and a half, four sacks. But if you let him, if you progress him more and more, he could be a 10-sack guy, 15-sack guy as well. Yeah, yeah, I think y'all, uh, great, great choices, you know. Um, Dude, so, real quick, yeah, I'll say – um, my my two project guys real quick. I ain't gonna go with Nolan Smith because like, I just feel like, and I'm not hating on y'all's picks, but no, like, yeah, you're yeah, good. Yeah, you're good. You're no, good. I just feel like that's like, that's like the project. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. But one dude, he's not in my top ten, but I feel like I gotta shout him out. Darnell Washington. Oh, Ooh, and he so is a stupid. project man. Ah. Dude, if you get him, that's an athlete. If you get him, let him run block because he's he's kind of the Tyree Wilson. Did you see him at Did you see him at the combine when they were doing the push push sheds? He's a six lineman. Like I mean, they that's what if he needs to develop those receiving skills for a year, two years, he's gonna be a top five blocking tight end regardless. So he's gonna. He's going to be on the field. I mean, the dude only had three touchdowns in his collegiate career and over like 733 and receiving. Yeah. But I mean, just like I saw him at the combine with the moving, moving the, moving the like dummy, bro. Here's other like Drake, like the, what's that tight end from Notre Dame? Michael Mayer. Michael Mayer. Like his face was all up on the bag, man. Like full, like arms were pushed in. Darnell, dude, I'm telling you, he, Ooh, right there in the chest, freaking pushed it 20 yards downfield. Yep. He put every other tight end in the blocking, like blocking assignments, put him to shame. Oh, yeah. And he's an athlete, like a freak of nature, dude. Like, yeah. I've never seen someone, I've never seen a tight end his size hurdle a cornerback like that <laughs> in my life. And I've seen Gronk play. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then my one in the top 10, I'll keep it short. I like Devin Witherspoon because I think he has the highest potential in the class, but if you help him gain some weight, maybe work a little bit more on some zone stuff, he can go from being – this dude's definitely top eight to, like, if you – you know, you focus on that part of his game, he can be a top three corner in the league if he hits on those things. No. Yeah, I think that was money. I think that was money. I think I've got some really good players in there. Uh, when it comes to you know project players, but at the end of the day, all these guys could end up being just immediate day ones, or some of them might be busts. But uh, and look, there's going to be one of these guys that falls to like 
28 or just yep. something ridiculous. Yep. A hundred percent. So someone's going to fall. It's just a matter of who and, uh, and where, but, um, I think that'll do it for us for our, uh, prospect conversation. I'm just ready for the draft now, man. I'm ready to see where all these guys go. I mean, these guys put in the work and effort. I just want to see where they go now, just to see what all that time and effort can be put into that team as well. Because, I mean, NFL is a different game unless you play in the SEC or in big conferences like that. You don't really see competition, yeah. NFL competition like that anywhere else. It's still else. different, though. It, mm-hmm. is, it is still very, very yeah. different. It's a it's a faster game, as people say. It's a very much faster-paced game than college is. Um, but I'm just ready for the draft now, man, ready to see where everybody goes. It's going to be an exciting, exciting draft day. After the top five, I think after the top five is where things get a little interesting, oh, yeah. get a little spicy. Yeah. That's where we're going to see, like, a bunch of, like, we may just see some names that we don't even have in our top ten. Oh, yeah. Like, we're going to we may see people just drop, like, shoot up the boards. Well, that, if, if we can guess what's going to happen, then the draft, like, th- there's no way we should be able to do that. Like, <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And no, and that's the fun part about the draft is yeah. how just mysterious and how all these teams are throwing smoke screens and you don't know what, what's really true, you know, mm-hmm. and, until draft night. And, you know, you can kind of predict a little bit at the beginning, but, you know, once you get past pick five, usually it's your hell, even pick three now, you know, it's, it's wide open, you know. Yeah, I remember last year, Derek Stingley went at three. None of us expected that at all. Mm. Him and Sauce going back-to-back was just I, – I didn't Sauce expect, didn't even go back-to-back. Well, I'm talking about cornerbacks oh, going yeah. back-to-back. Yeah. Like, Derek Stingley went third, Sauce went fourth. Didn't even see it coming, honestly. Mm. I thought the Texans would have went with somebody totally different. But, I mean, it's it's played out for them. I mean, they're on the come-up. Hey, hey, man, that's all you can say. Um, but Wait. I think, you know, I think it's – the, the, the beauty of it all is that, you know – um, we don't get to know, and that, there is going to be the surprises on yeah. draft night. So um, that'll pretty much do it for us on the the draft conversation uh, with our prospects. Do y'all have anything uh, else y'all you know, would like to say about some of these prospects? Anybody y'all didn't get in there? Some names, some prospects, mm. some some teens. You know, anything y'all like to add? say? Maybe Jordan Battle didn't uh-huh. get to mention him. You know, okay. one of the top safeties in the draft. Kid, another fucking Bama kid. Hey, <laughs> hey, I'm sorry that these. I'm sorry that him and Brian Branch are only good fucking safeties in this fucking draft. Okay, leave me alone. Got him going. Got, Got him going. Hey, yeah, these are the teams we need to produce. That's all I need to say. Roll tight. I love it. I love it. Um, I'll say Emmanuel Forbes. If he can gain some weight, mm. that dude can be legit. But 166 pounds is that's tough. what about that's that offensive crazy. lineman that you said out of Oklahoma? Oh, uh, um, oh, wow! What was that? Um, um, I got it right here. Um, Anton Anton Harris. Yeah, yeah. That I mean, dude, he's he could be. Dewan Jones, you brought him up earlier. Yeah, um, that offensive lineman. Harrison, could that be, other offensive lineman from Ohio State too, mm-hmm. with the wingspan of Dewan. Yep. Harrison could be the first O lineman drafted. Honestly, like he, I'd be a little surprised, but it wouldn't shock me that much. And like a team that's real, like, and there's teams that are trying to rebuild, like, uh, um, uh. Kelly from the Colts, they're starting center. They're probably thinking yeah. about they're either going to trade him, pay him, or release him. And that that offensive line is trying to rebuild, especially if you're going to get a quarterback in this year's draft. You're going to want a good offensive line around him to protect him. So, yep. I mean, this offensive line draft, like as we said, offensive line and defensive line is very, very depth. It has a lot of depth in this draft. 100, 100%. Couldn't agree more, boys. But I think that'll do it for us this week. We'll be back. Not next week. We'll just have a normal Pound Perspective uh, podcast. But then that Sunday, that Monday morning, be checking out for our first podcast, draft podcast, 
with a full mock draft. We're going to give you all, all of our picks. We won't probably discuss all the picks. We'll kind of lay them all out yeah, to y'all. Yeah. We'll break down some of our favorite picks, and then we'll post those all over the uh, Nate Dog Sports on social media and everything so y'all know what is going on in NDS, Nate Dog Productions, Nate Dog Sports, the Brown Perspective. Everything that we talk about will be all posted out there so y'all can kind of stay up to date with our, our takes uh, uh, as this draft draws closer. Um, but that's going to do it for us today, y'all. I appreciate it once yeah, again. Always an honor. Yes, sir. Uh, and with CDM and Red, of course. Um, we want to thank y'all uh, for tuning into the Pound Perspective NFL Draft Special number three. So we'll be back. Don't forget to follow Nate Dog Sports and Nate Dog Productions. Nate Dog Sports on Instagram and Twitter. Nate Dog Productions on YouTube and Facebook. Download, like, follow, share. All of us on social media as well. It helps us all out. But at the end of the day, we hope y'all enjoyed the Pound Perspective NFL Draft Special number three. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to The Pound Perspective. If you're interested in joining Nate Dogg for an episode or need more information on Nate Dogg and his brand, contact him at natedogsports.com. And don't forget to share with friends and family. Thanks again for listening to The Pound Perspective, a breath of fresh sports. Oh.